fulfilled life project. I'm Chrysanthi Finn, a wife and mama of three littles who is massively passionate about finding fulfillment in the ordinary and helping you do the same. The intention with this podcast is to have you leaving every episode feeling fired up for life, ready to find joy in the ordinary and ready to ditch that same stuff, different day mindset. Let's get fulfilled. Hi, friend. This episode is for the woman who is listening, who is like, okay, Chrysanthi, but how do I live a fulfilled life? in the moments of hard, in the seasons of hard, when things seem to be hitting the fan, how can I possibly find fulfillment? How can I possibly live a fulfilled life that is positive and one of service and one of hope? So today I'm going to talk to you just about that very thing. All right. So this is a real and raw episode for you and one that I honestly didn't think I was going to do. And in all transparency, yesterday I had a session with my therapist, which I think I've told you before. Um, I started doing therapy a few months ago and it is amazing. Um, As someone who has suffered with anxiety and depression and has just, you know, gone through life as we all have, um, It has been life-changing. So if you have it on your heart to seek out therapy in some way, this is my encouragement to do so. Okay. So all of that aside, what do you do when life gets hard, when you're going through a tough season, when it feels like every time you turn around, you're just being dealt something else and it's hard, right? How do you remain grounded in your faith? How do you remain hopeful? How do you remain positive? How do you still show up and live fulfilled? In the book of John, uh, chapter 8, verse 28, it tells us that God will work all things together for good. And I've been clinging to that verse, and I've also been clinging to the quote um, that God gave me this mountain to show others that it can be moved. I think that if I cling to those two things, I can have hope in a season where life is a little bit difficult. So, I'm going to get a little bit personal here with you and share something um, that's been going on in our family. So for the past probably eight months or so, my middle daughter has been experiencing episodes that are seizure-like activity. And they've been sort of three different types. And so when that's happening, it's like, you you know, my, my maternal instinct is like, this is not right. Something is off. But they can often be dismissed. Each different type can be dismissed as something else. So it was like she was staring off into space and I was like, well, maybe, you know, she's watching TV and she's distracted and she's a kid, you know, or, um, she was having these, these episodes at night and I was like, okay, well maybe it's just a night terror. Um, and then back in October we had COVID and she had these episodes where she lost consciousness. And so, for that, we went to all these different doctors and we are blessed enough to live near the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia where they are the best of the best. And so we were confident in the diagnosis we were getting. We really weren't getting answers, but we could kind of brush it off and say, okay, well, she had COVID and we know that COVID does crazy things. And there have been instances where children are experiencing seizures. 
Um, so time has gone on and it's been a few months and life has gone on as normal. And, you know, we're doing our regular activities and sports and school and life and all the things. And, um, she's been fine. And I actually just said to my husband last week, like, wow, you know, I feel like we could cancel her upcoming EEG because it seems like things are okay. And he's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. And last Tuesday afternoon, my world was rocked a little bit and she, um, had another episode and it was scary and it's unknown. And as a mom, you want to take away all the pain from your child. And when it's something like this and you can't, you feel kind of helpless. Right. Um, and she was okay. She got through it and we've followed up with the doctor and we're going to go on with the EEG. Um, but it seemed like that Tuesday kind of sparked a cluster. And ever since then, she's had something happen basically every other day. And we just can't figure it out. But what I realized is that when times get hard for someone like me, who I really feel that it is my calling and my mission to point others to Christ, to show others a life of fulfillment, to show you that you deserve a life of more and that it is something that is attainable. Um, And so I kind of create this little bubble. And I think what I realized yesterday was that I wasn't really allowing myself to feel the emotions that are coming up with this. Because I think in the past, before I was strong in my faith, I probably would have been like, why God, why? And I would have been kind of angry. But I know, as it says in John, that God works all things out for good. And I know that something good is going to come of this. And I know that he's going to take care of the suffering and bring something out of it. Um, But also, I know that I'm allowed to have feelings around it. And I'm allowed to be a little bit scared. And I'm allowed to be um, upset. And I'm allowed to feel those things. So how do you press through that? How do you still remain fulfilled? How do I still go about the things I have to do? How do I still show up in my own life? How do I still encourage others? How do I not just throw away all this work I've done on building myself and building my faith when things just feel really hard? And I don't necessarily know that I have a direct answer for you today, but I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to come on and I'm going to share because I think that so often we can follow people on social media or you can listen to a podcast or you can see me show up for my workouts and think she doesn't have any problems or she's not dealing with anything hard. When in reality, we all are. It's just how we, I guess, choose to process it. And for me, the very biggest thing that has changed my life in dealing with things that God has handed me is that I lean on him. And I know that the end goal is that I'm going to serve him, point others to him and end up in heaven. And I'll be there with my loved ones. I know that. And that might sound to you like, oh, come on. But I just think that sometimes we're we're put in this place where we're like, parenting is hard. It's so hard. I have conversations with my girlfriends and we're like, you know, in a span of a 10 minute conversation, we're bringing up the new standards that are being proposed in schools. We're bringing up COVID. We're bringing up sports. We're bringing up, do they do travel sports? We're bringing up health. We're doing, bringing up, oh my gosh, is it just allergies or do they have COVID or do they have the flu or are they behind in school or are they struggling to make friends or are they being bullied or, oh my gosh, what about when they get older? And you know, there's social media and drugs and are they going to go to college? Where are they going to go to college? How are we going to pay for college? Like there are so many things, but I think that as with anything in life, if we choose to focus on 
where we fall short, if we choose to focus on where we struggle, if we choose to focus on how hard we have it and woe is me and God just forgot about me, he must have forgotten about me because why would he give me these things? Then we're going to be stuck. We're going to be stagnant. We're going to be in this dark place alone. And that's where the enemy wants you. He wants you to think God forgot about you. He wants you to think life sucks. He wants you to think nobody has it as hard as you. But that's not what we're created for. God didn't tell us, I'm going to give you this life and it's going to be perfect. And then one day you're going to leave and you're going to go to heaven and it's going to be even more perfect. Never once in the Bible does it say that. But we know that he's given us his word. We know that he's given us community. We know that he's given us hope. We know that he has done and brought people through things before us to help us through the things that we we go through. And I think that it's just a huge testament to the fact that we have a choice to make. We have a choice. We can decide how we approach the hard things in our life. And then I'm not saying that you should be numb to them because that doesn't work either. And I'm not saying you should just ignore it because that doesn't work either. And I'm learning through this as I'm talking to you through it. But I know that we can handle what we've been given. Sometimes it's going to bring us to our knees. Sometimes we're going to cry. Sometimes we're going to be so upset and feel so down. But we can remain focused in our faith. We can remain focused in who God is. And I wish I had the answers. I wish I had the answers for you. I wish I had the answers for the mom whose son has cancer and who has to see her poor sweet baby go through these things and has to spend her days in a hospital room crying and feeling hopeless. I wish I had answers for the mom who's navigating the unknown, like maybe your child has epilepsy or maybe your child took their life or maybe your child, who knows? I wish I had the answers, but I don't. But the only answer I have is what works for me and what has been working for me, and that is to open my Bible. And I've said it before that I feel like sometimes, you know, God just shows up on this podcast. I didn't set out to have a Christian podcast. That was not my intention, but I don't get to make the plan. He makes the plan and he shows up and he gives me the words and he gives me the message and he gives me the experiences that I go through and he helps me to choose how I handle them. And I am taking this mountain that God has given me, and I am choosing to show you how it can be moved. Yes, my love. Where's my iPad? I don't know. Can you ask Grayson? I'll be done with my podcast in one minute. Can you say hi to my friends? Hi. So that, friends, is real life. That's it. I'm not any different... Yes, give me two minutes. Okay, thank you. I'm not any different than you. I'm not going to edit that out. I'm not any different than you. I have the same struggles. I have, I could go on and on and I could tell you my problems, but I'm not here to tell you my problems. I don't think it's a, it's a match of who's got it worse and who's dealing with the worst thing. It's how can we lift each other up? Because you might be going through a hard time when I'm not, and I'm there to hold you up. Or we might be going through a hard time together, and we're there to help hold each other up. But I know that we weren't created to live a life of suffering. I know that we weren't created to live a life of doom and gloom. I know we weren't created to live a life of same stuff, different day. We were created to live a life of fulfillment, to live a life of more, regardless of what each day looks like. 
we get to wake up and have the hope of a new day. We get to wake up and have the hope of living out our purpose and making our mark on the world and making it a better place and living out our calling, whatever it may be. And it might not be the calling you wanted. And you might not be getting all the steps you want right now. And it may not make sense to you in the moment, but have faith and keep showing up and feel the feels and talk to God about the feels. And it's okay to say, I just don't understand why you gave me this because I think he'll show you. But friend, ground yourself in faith. That's where fulfillment comes from. That's the cornerstone of it all. It is. I'm going to do a a million episodes. I want to say, I don't know that I'll do a million, but I'm going to do a lot of episodes about fulfillment. And I know that subtopics are going to come up and I'm going to talk about nutrition and I'm going to talk about fitness. I'm going to talk about mom life and I'm going to talk about family and I'm going to talk about all the things, but the cornerstone is you have to remain grounded in your faith. So with that, I'm going to end by reminding you that God works all things out for good. He tells us that throughout the Bible. But also, I want to bring up something. Okay, thank you, honey. Something that also in the midst of this mess, in the midst of this stress, in the midst of all these things, I had a huge breakthrough this weekend. I have been praying and praying to the Lord because I know that he is stirring something so big in me. He keeps planting the word community in my mind. He really has given me this gift of using my words and coaching people as I've done over the years with health and fitness. Um, And I know that he's been stirring something more in me and I haven't been able to figure it out. And I said to my girlfriends this morning that sometimes I want to like, I want you to be like, hey, Chrysanthi, God told me to tell you this because it's hard. It is hard. Faith is hard. Um... But I had a breakthrough and it came to me that this Fulfilled Life Project is not only a podcast, it is my mission in life. It is my calling in life. And since the Lord is telling me to create community, I am going to do just that. So my big announcement is that... (laughs) Taylor just does not want me to tell you. What, honey? Yes, I'll help you in one second, okay? I just have to say one more thing. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to tell them our big announcement. The big announcement is this. The Fulfilled Life Project membership community is coming soon. So I am creating a membership-based community where you are going to be able to join me on a monthly basis For as long as you want, for as long as you would like to be part of this, we are going to work on fulfillment. It is the Fulfilled Life Project. And my mission with this project, with this community, is to empower and equip women to use their God-given gifts to live a life of more. And we are grounding it all in the verse, um, Ephesians 2.10, that we are a masterpiece created in God's image to do great things. All right. My three-year-old is not all about this Fulfilled Life Project, but friend, 
I hope you can hear the excitement in my voice because I have so many amazing, incredible things that the Lord is planting seeds of hope in my heart to share with you, to help you to live a life of fulfillment, to help you live a life of more and to be surrounded by women who want the same exact thing and who are looking for a deeper relationship with the Lord in doing that. So stay tuned for the details. I'm going to be continuing to release information, but if this is something that gives you any storm, you are so silly. (laughs) Um, if this interests you in any way, then I want you to send me a message on social media or pop it in the comments of this podcast and say that you are interested, drop an emoji, say something about the Fulfilled Life Project community, and you will reserve your spot. More details to come. I pray that you are going out today with whatever you are being handed and you are choosing to live fulfilled, that you are choosing to live a life of hope. So my friend, without further ado, (laughs) let's get fulfilled. episode, I pray that you are leaving here feeling more fulfilled than ever, that you are ready to go out and live your best life. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you go ahead and share it with your best girlfriend. Put it on your social media and tag me so that I can thank you for helping to spread the word about the Fulfilled Life Project. Until next time, girl, see you later.